We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The three best friends back in business. So I figured out who our mystery commenter was. Did you? I have a guess. but Go ahead and guess. No, it, it must Wait, not be this person. Is this, is this YouTube guy? Yeah. Okay. So I, I told you I had I had some clues, right? Based on looking at mm. internet breadcrumbs. Yes. That they, uh, Buffalo and Camillus were some of the clues, like a lacrosse shop in the greater Syracuse area and a barber shop in Buffalo. It turned out to be my cousin, Jack. So uh, thank you for listening, Jack. He was giving us some pointers and some comments over Christmas time. Love uh, it. Ethan Jack would like an in-depth uh, examination of the clock in the background. Oh, <clears throat> that's hilarious! Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to. I can bring it over. Maybe I should bring it over to the camera. That's but really uh, but thank you, Jack, for listening. Yeah, Appreciate thanks, Jack. The support. <coughs> uh, this, congratulations this on your graduation. And yeah. Good luck with the uh, the couple of months before your uh, brand new job. He's he's looking at a finance job. Ooh, congrats! Following in the the Ooh. root man. I guess my dad and my uncle are accountants, so following in the, the finance accountant footsteps of the yeah. of the roots, the real family business. Yeah, yeah. Not not one of those weirdo engineers. Yeah, not dirt bagging. Hey, <laughs> hey. Also, shout out his his sister, my cousin Jenny, <clears throat> engineers. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Well, uh, hopefully, I'll keep commenting on the. Uh, on the YouTube things because yeah. they're they're hilarious every yeah. time I see them, <laughs> and I'm sure I'm sure he's gonna have a lot to say about the Giants. So that'll Ooh, be fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, we can we have a lot to talk about if we want to. Um, unsurprisingly, none of it is baseball related because we could talk Hall of Fame if we wanted to. Yeah, we could, but Hall of Fame's coming up. Like, you know, we'll we'll actually be able to bitch about Ortiz getting in and A Rod not in. I don't want a week, so I don't want to yeah. be angry tonight at you guys. So, <laughs> oh, well, see, um, that's now that I know you're going to get angry, I kind of want to do it. But we'll we'll, no, we'll no, save it. Late. We'll wait. It's our first pod back. We've been on a nice long break. We'll we'll keep it lovey dovey tonight. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, and if people need a reminder, we have uh, what, what did you call yourself? High school football, Matt. Oh, earlier high school football, Matt. Yeah, giant <laughs> neck. High school football, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we have uh, scrawny, uh, long, long arms music, Ethan. 
Yeah, my dad just says scrawn boy. That's that's how he's that's how he says it. And my mom just calls me dipshit. So either 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 one is fine. Scrawn boy, dipshit. I'm good with both all of them. You know, you've got to you've got to know Ethan's mom to know that that's a term of endearment. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> Are you killing it? Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, and what about you? What's your what's your your name for yourself? Uh, Myself. Yeah. I don't know. You guys know I'm not good at this stuff. You guys are way better with the improv mm-hmm. and just coming up with whatever. What's this, what's this impromptu Panthers fan thing, huh? Oh, this is my die easy team. You know that. <laughs> what does that mean, die easy? What is this? That means that I, I don't love them like I love the Giants. Oh, but you like but follow I, them. And... I will support them. Yes, yeah, like, like when I was in Cleveland and rooting for the Browns. Like, That's fair. I mean, at that point, it was just like pity <clears throat> cheering, but you know. It still yeah. would be at this point. They're, 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 I mean, that's, that's bold talk coming from a Giants fan right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. The Giants are horrible, but I'm just saying that this season was the most exciting season in their history. And, and since the Browns got rebooted, right? Like 23 no, years ago or whatever. Last year. Yeah. yeah but it was I'm talking post- about coming into the yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, but no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand Cleveland. Like there's this amount of hype every year, every year they're all <laughs> excited for it. Yeah. They're excited for the season. This yeah, season, they actually were expected to be, year, yeah, right? they were, yeah. yeah, they were supposed to be a legitimate contender and it yeah. fucking just fell apart. Yeah. Which I'm sad. I want the Browns to do well. Yeah. I, I want all, all these teams in any sport that have been shitty for like a million years. I want them to do well. So yeah. I'm sad. So what, do you, about what do you think, Matt? Uh, Ethan, sorry, spoiler. If you haven't listened to Joe Paz and, Mike sure yet talk about this, but uh, they they don't think Cleveland's going to recover because they don't think Baker's the answer and they're going to move on. And by the time they get a new quarterback who's ready to go, all the guys that are good right now aren't going to be any good. So they just got to basically start over. Like, is that what we're looking at for Cleveland? I'm afraid that <clears throat> Baker's not the guy. Um, and well, the reason I say that guy. is there were a couple instances this year where some Cleveland sports writers pointed out um, – just just very poor reads where you had wide open options and yet Baker's going for harder throws or covered guys when you've got, you know, you know, Ninjoku, Ninjoku crossing the field with the sticks ready for a first down wide open with no one near him for 10 yards. And yet he throws it the 18 yard out instead that's double covered. Um, so a lot of cases like that. And, it, and, and, and that's the stuff that I could, you know, as a layperson experience and, and view, but also some anecdotal evidence from, um, sports writers. I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but I've been talking with my friend Matt in Cleveland about this. That there were some anecdotal stories of like Baker's not given the ability to audit; he's just given two plays, yeah, and so that. he'll go to the line with two plays, and it's either yes or no, <laughs> play one or play two. That's it. So he's he may be running play two, thinking that that's a better play, but really he's not audibling out to the play they should be running. So there's there's again, and this is this is. <clears throat> This is anecdotal, mumbling, rumbling rumors, but that he's not the play caller, field general that they need. Yeah, but also the other side of, sorry, I'm going to interrupt really quickly because I, obviously I'm not like an NFL authority in any way, but I have been, you guys know I love Joe Paz and I read everything he writes. I've been following the Browns diary all season. And what he's talked about is that Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, has continued to call plays, even though that pretty much never works head coach is calling plays. So like this idea of, of blaming Baker seems pretty, pretty premature to me. Number one, he was really beat up this year. Number two, Stefanski clearly fucking sucks at calling plays. Nick Chubb averages over five yards a carry and he gets like five carries a game. Yeah. That, that, that's the other, that's the other constant feedback I hear from the Cleveland fans is 
load management's one thing, but holy shit, you've got one of the best lines and the best running backs in the game. Yeah, how is he not getting the ball 20, 25 yeah. times a game? Like, why guaranteed? aren't you feeding him? Because he's he's proven over and over <clears throat> that he can he can do it. I mean, the Browns. You look at any position group. You've got some top talent in the league at almost every position group. There, you've got uh, a pretty nasty defense. You've got a strong line, and that maybe not one of the best lines, but a strong line with great running backs. I'd say maybe you've got some mid-level tight ends and some upper mid-level receivers. But I mean, they're they're very strong all across the board. So it was a shame to see them not perform all this year. <clears throat> yeah, and like you can, all that stuff's true. I think to a certain extent, but I also think it's fair to criticize Mayfield I mean he yeah maybe some of what happened this year was due to injury but I don't think he's progressed in the way that they were hoping when they took him number one overall in the draft like come on like look at Michael Sir was talking about this just look at your third home Matt in Cincinnati with Joe Burrow like you see what Joe Burrow does already in this league you see what even you know Mac Jones does and you see like what Mac Jones floor is versus what Baker Mayfield's floor is. Mac Jones is up here way higher and Baker Mayfield is way lower. Like Mike sure was telling the story, uh, I guess in the uh, Steelers game last week, there was a play where Baker just looked to the right the whole time. And TJ Watt, instead of going after him, just stood there containing him. Because he was like, I know he's not going to look off his receiver. And when Baker got ready to throw the ball, he just swatted it down. And then he, like, taunted <laughs> Mayfield <clears throat> afterwards. And, I mean, come on. Like, the, the Giants are a train wreck that don't have backup quarterbacks who would start on Alabama's, you know, team today. And I just, I just don't know, like, you know, how you can say that an NFL franchise, the way that the game works today – is going to be successful if you don't get a quarterback who can make plays. Like they have to be able to make plays. You have to be not just like run and, you know, escape uh, pressure and things like that, but you have to be able to do the bit. And you just said it, Matt earlier, he can't even do the basics. He can't call an audible at the line. Like he can't read a defense. What I got to do is I got to get my friend Matt on because he's, he's, he's much quicker and wittier than me and good for some good sound bites. Cause, uh, he, I mean, this has been his whole life. He's been a Browns and Indians fan his whole life, and um, ouch. Yeah, yeah. He, he's 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 suffered. So, but 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 that suffering lends itself to a wonderfully wonderfully witty sports commentator. So uh, let's see if I can get him on. Yeah, get him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But hey, if you want, if you need a quarterback in uh, New York, you can have Jordan Love. You want him? You want him? Take him off my hands, please. I I don't know what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. with, with the Giants. And I don't, to be honest, I don't even know if I really care. I heard Mara's presser today and I was like, just as uninspired by everything that has happened as I have been for the last seven, <clears throat> eight years, however long they've been in this misery. It's really depressing. So what you're saying is I need to send you a one free medium Pepsi and it'll make you feel appreciated <laughs> and make you feel better. Right. Right. That's all you need. Right. Mario wouldn't even, tomorrow. he wouldn't, he said in his presser how he wanted to earn the trust of fans back and he wow. wouldn't even let anybody carry the presser live today. Wow. Like, could you be any more disconnected Jesus than John Christ. Mara is right now? <clears throat> it makes no sense to me. 
Ethan, did you get the Pepsi reference? Yeah, I remember okay. seeing something about that. Yeah, I had forgotten about it. It took me a second, but I do remember reading about it. Yeah. Yeah. Fan Appreciation, appreciation day. day. Yeah. And it wasn't even insane. one Pepsi per seat. It was one Pepsi <laughs> per um per per season ticket holder account. Yeah, so if you had I four see. seats, you still got one medium yeah, Pepsi. That is just unbelievable. That's like that's like the type of miserly bullshit you expect from like nineteen fifties sports yeah. owners, but like in the twenty twenties. Uh, especially yeah. when like the NFL is like a done. trillion. Yeah. Yeah. Like or the Charlie NFL Finney. is. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. 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 And the NFL is this massive, huge fucking business, like so much money, so much profit. Like that's just unbelievable. That yeah. is just like the. Here's your nickel talk, Pepsi. Yeah. Talk about being out of touch. Like I, that's like unfathomable to me. Um, yeah. We yeah. we talk all the time about baseball revenues and like, you know, how much money goes into the on-field product and everything. And uh, Joe, friend of the podcast, Joe Posnanski, was That's right. talking about how it's insane to think that George Steinbrenner bought the Yankees for $10 million, even though it was way back in 1973, because he goes like, <clears throat> obviously they're, you know, what, six, $7 billion probably valuation right now. And um, the whoever is the current, I think the current owner of the Royals, um, recently, you know, within the, the 21st century bought the Royals at like $115 million or something like that. And they're like, well, above a billion dollars. And, and Mike sure was just like, yeah, it's the only investment where you could ever make like a hundred times your uh, initial investment. And like these owners cry poor all the time and blah, blah, blah. Kind of yeah. like what you were saying, Ethan, like when the whole lockout yes. uh, started, how you, you should never, ever, ever, ever side with the owners. Never. Yeah. Here's, I just I just pull up the inflation calculator just so that ten million and seventy three that means it means he he bought the Yankees to the equivalent of uh, sixty two million today. <laughs> Holy shit! Wow. Oh man. But you know what? I will say to all my Cleveland friends, he wanted to buy the Indians. And I he know. Said no, I was going to say that Cleveland said have, no, right? You could have the lovely dynasty in Cleveland, but no. So. Yeah. <laughs> I often do wonder, I got asked this actually on my book tour in one of the interviews, somebody asked me if Steinbrenner would have spent in Cleveland the same way he did in New York. And uh, I, I definitely think he would have initially. I think he, I think he would have. Yeah, definitely initially. I, I don't know. I don't know, you know, I mean, if, if everything happens the same way, like he, he it was his time. He'd go down he, to the train terminal and watch the guys getting in the town. Like he loved it. It was his thing. Like, yeah, but it, are is he going to make the same amount of money in Cleveland? Uh, good point. You know that that he's going to make in New York, and is that going to like change the way that he operates? You know, as a result, well, that, those are things that we will never know. But right. it's not the first time Cleveland's changed or turned down a city-altering, uh, outside wealthy millionaire billionaire person. Uh, one of my favorite stories is uh, Rockefeller Center wasn't supposed to be in New York City. <laughs> John Rockefeller is from Cleveland and wanted to put Rockefeller Center in the headquarters of his empire in Cleveland, and they said no to him. So, uh, whoops. Fucking Cleveland. You can still go to his grave in Cleveland. I visited his <laughs> whole family plot. Um, you but, got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It worked yeah, out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it, that's right next to the other mistake at the lake. <clears throat> But anyway, I love you, Cleveland. I miss you. <laughs> Matt's second home, Cleveland, yeah. Ohio. Oh, yeah. I'll have to get the Cleveland Rocks song from uh, what Drew Carey show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I believe the band is the president of the United States. 
Is that is that a, it's a real song? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh yeah. I thought it was just a jingle for the show. No, they... no, no, that's a real song. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. They actually one of the days I one of the many games I've seen the Browns lose in person uh, was an opener, um, and they were the halftime entertainment. They played uh, Cleveland Rocks and they played with the the Peaches song, something something something. Gonna eat a bunch of peaches. Okay. Move to the country, eat a bunch of peaches. I guess, I guess that was their other hit. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Interesting. Cleveland, Ohio. All right. This is this is a serious question for you guys. How is my Wi-Fi? Not bad. Seems fine on my end. Is it good? Yeah. 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 I'll be interested to hear what it sounds like when I listen to the actual podcast. So we've been having so many in the, in the midst of like all the COVID craziness that we've experienced over the course of the past few weeks. Um, our Wi-Fi, which has always been kind of spotty had like gotten really bad for a minute. And um, I've just been trying forever to get Google fiber to like actually come here and look at my equipment, look at the setup and like, cause that we went through like every troubleshooting method you could think of. And I, I just, it wasn't working. Like things would cut out and I just didn't know what to do. Guy comes in the other day, Monday, I think it was, takes like one look at the network box and he's like, this is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> and uh, he asked me how old it was. I was like, I don't know, it's almost three years old. However long we've been in the house. Cause we got fiber right away. Uh, five minutes later, he's got two new setups, one that's in my office here, and then one where the original network box, they're like Google Home uh, setups now, which yep. I guess is like the new setup for fiber. And uh, I think it has been a lot better. But man, if you have Wi-Fi problems, like that can frustrate the heck out of you. Like it's, in, the mod- it's in the modern world, forget about it. It's it's yeah. a required utility in the modern world. It's It's like heating and electricity. Yeah. Yeah. And we I would need, like test my, I would test the speed all the time, like right on the app. And it would say that everything was good. And I'm like, I can't keep zoom up. I can't watch like Hulu would freeze all the time. HBO would freeze all the time. I was like, there's gotta be something wrong. It can't. Yeah. Mm. And so well, here God, we are. Got no, that fixed. Your, yeah. your voice sounds clear and as beautiful as ever, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> now you, I have guys. a serious question for you guys. I don't see beverages in either of your hands my beverage is just less exciting it's tea because i don't have any alcohol in my house right now oh mama oh yeah yeah. here man i got i got this for you hold hold on oh mama i'm in fear for my life from the long okay quick shut it off before they sue us yeah exactly Uh (laughs) uh-huh they they just released it again or at least they're advertising it because of uh, the playoffs Wait, what do you mean? Voodoo is releasing Omama again for the playoffs for Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. No, Wait, is, did, did Pittsburgh make the playoffs? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, since, since they beat uh, whoever they're playing, I can't remember who, they won and they needed um, the Colts to lose, which they did, which hilarious, by the way, the Colts have lost like like eight straight games at Jacksonville. It's it's uh it's just hilarious. Wow. Um and so after that all I needed was 
the Chargers Raiders to not end in a tie, which was kind of funny because it got kind of close. Yeah, yeah. Um, they came down to three <laughs> minutes to go before the was it the the Raiders won it and sent the Chargers packing. So, um, yeah, they made it. Man, that's crazy. I I uh, I mean, Big Ben probably was just as bad as Glennon and uh, Fromm were for the Giants at some point in the season. Yeah. You, you look at his stat lines for a lot of games, and it's kind of like, oof, oof. but I guess it's more of a testament to uh, Tomlin than if they've got yeah. uh, a poor offensive line, a, a quarterback who's way past his twilight, uh, and yet they're still competitive. Um, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, be- really. they beat the Bills in week one. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, then you got you also have a monster defense with – TJ Watt setting a single season sack record. So did he Wait, set really? it? I, I thought they took that sack away. Oh, they did. Okay, that might be news to me. Yeah, unless he got so he got one early in the game that happened because the the center fumbled the snap. Okay, and so but initially it was ruled a sack and he celebrated and you know everyone did, um, but then they later turned it over. I I didn't watch the whole game. I was just watching red zone. So. I might have missed it, but um, it was he only got one sack in the game, so he may not have said it then. Strahan may have the crown. Twenty two and a half is what he has. Yeah, I don't even know what Strahan what was he twenty three and a half? It was it I was twenty two so. and a half, wasn't it? I thought it was twenty two and a half. I thought oh. that was the record. Did he tie, so he tied it then. He needed two to, to break it. I know that. Going into the game, he needed two to break it. Obviously, he has an extra game because there's an extra game on the schedule now. Yeah, but he played. He missed a game, so he played. Yeah, yeah, that's that's not two and a half is the record. So that's not Strahan's it. fault. No, 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 he no. Still no. gets an extra game. Just saying, you know, they played the same number of games. Yeah. Um, anyway, I do love Mike Tomlin. Shout out to neighbor and friend of the podcast, Dalvin, who is uh, Dalvin Green, also huge. Steelers fan. He's a Steelers in, uh, fan? Oh, yep. man, if he wasn't Tomlin. such a good guy. <laughs> uh, what do you have to worry about? You're not going to see them in the playoffs. I know. I know. And the last time we played them in the playoffs, we beat them in the Super Bowl. So Yeah. The only reason you got to the playoffs that year is because the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell all my friends that you always bring that up. Blah, 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 blah. He returned the punt. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> I just wish we lived in a universe where Aaron Rodgers had zero Super Bowl wins just to see what would happen to Matt. Yeah. That would be incredible. Uh, you know, the multiverse theory says that there are infinite universes and every scenario that you can think of exists so if only we could get the map from that alternate reality to come onto the podcast <laughs> i would just love to talk to him because the yeah. matt who lives in this universe hates it that eli manning has two <laughs> super bowl mvps it's it kills them don't worry yep. i'm i'm waiting right. for uh the, the packers to win the super bowl so i can <laughs> call back your famous quote Matt, I guarantee the Giants will win a Super Bowl before the Packers do. I think that was made three years ago. So uh, wait, really? Oh, oh god! Yeah. <laughs> One of my hottest takes ever. Yeah. Definitely a hot take. Oh yeah, so, amazing. I'm hoping that for like the what seems like millionth time in my lifetime, the Packers don't lose in the NFC Championship game because it seems like that's the barrier that we can never get by. Who are you worried about this year in the playoffs? What? Who are you worried about? Facing? Tom Brady. Fuck him. Mm. I mean, he's so good. Are, like, are, are the Bucks I, NFC? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Okay. He's like, 
I, I dislike him so much because he's so good, but he keeps winning and just keeps giving me even like less of a grasp of a straw of a reason to say he's not that like, like I used to like to make the argument about like, well, you know, he may be a better quarterback because of wins and losses, but Aaron Rodgers is a better skilled quarterback. And like, now I can even say that like, like, okay. Yeah. Aaron, Aaron doesn't throw interceptions, but still like Aaron's not a leader like Tom is. And Tom's got the, freaking record to prove it without belichick too so it's like damn it man stop eliminating the reasons i have to hate you stop it (laughs) man like i'm finally admitting that you're the goat just stop it go away retire go live in your mansions with your supermodel wife isn't he like 43 now 44 i think oh my god that's unbelievable yeah and he looks like he looks like a 37 year old yeah he he looks like he can still play effectively for multiple seasons yeah which i think he wants to yeah yeah, 44. But, 44. Holy shit. Yeah. And you know at that age, though, all it takes is one bad thing. And Yeah. He but, was excellent this year. Yeah, I'm looking at his numbers. He oh, threw yeah, he, fi- I mean, 5,000 yards, 43 touchdowns, 12 picks. The, uh, the, the, the MVP um, question is a coin flip between Brady and, and Rodgers. And Rodgers is the odds-on favorite, but uh, he did not get – he didn't even make the all-pro team this year for the first one. There's usually two that come out, right? So the – the first all pro team had Brady and Burrow on it. Um, so that does not bode well for Rodgers getting the MVP because hmm, wow. I know consensus all pro is usually a, means you're a lock to win the MVP for quarterbacks, but um, definitely Tom Brady should be there. I don't think Burrow should be there, although he had a great year, but um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Rodgers had 37 TDs and four picks. Holy shit. Yeah. IMO, the real MVP. Are Giants fans, so they're the real MB. They're the real MVP. Yeah, we we should be taking home that hardware this year, mm. not Aaron Rodgers. And speaking of Rodgers, he apparently um, apparently slammed Joe Judge on on his uh, after getting fired. What does Aaron Rodgers know about Joe Judge? I don't know, but I I kind of want to see what he had to say. Yeah, I wish I wish he would just stop going on Pat McAfee's show. Oh yeah, it was on. That's what it was on. It was on Pat McAfee's show. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who that is. Is that some talk radio guy? Uh, he's a former Colts punter. Okay. Um, who actually was fairly entertaining as a punter. He'd do a bunch of weird shit. He was known okay. for occasionally, like laying the hit stick on people in games because he was a bigger punter. Um, and you know, occasionally would would throw a, a good pass on a fake or something, but nothing special. But he's got a podcast that I guess is kind of popular. Yeah, it's very popular. He oh, just looks- signed like some huge deal, extension oh, deal. So, man, there he was. Some QB sneak. So you guys know I haven't been watching, but there was a QB sneak. Oh I guess. yeah, yeah. So that that's that's where we were talking about this. Um, I almost came back to you guys earlier when you said that Judge deserves a break. Because um, yeah, from from their like seven yard line on a third and nine or a third and seven. Yeah, third and nine. Third and, and nine. He had a QB yeah. sneak to set up to give them more room to punt like what kind of bullshit call is that mr judge like and that well that's what rogers is saying yeah yeah. and and let's not forget that they ran a qb sneak that too yeah it was two qb sneaks in a row yes oh really yes Mm -hmm. so that that like to me screams judge wanted to get fired you know what's interesting is um i'm thinking about this now right we all talk about or we all like like this sport, the NFL universe for, for years and years now 
has talked about Bill Belichick like like he's he's a fucking god, right? And I'm trying to think out of all of the uh, the the Bill Belichick acolytes that have been hired as head coaches, they've all fucking flamed out spectacularly. Ha- has anybody done well? Charlie he's Weiss was Bill bad. Brian. Romeo, whatever. He, he's had a couple that were okay. Bill O'Brien. I think. Bill um, O'Brien. He's he's a Belichick guy. Wasn't the the guy who just got fired in in uh, Miami a Belichick guy too? Flores. Um, yeah. Yeah. So he he's got a couple, but you're you're right. Who have done okay. The majority are. Um, I feel like there's high bad. expectations. Like when these teams hire these guys, they're thinking like, oh yeah, this guy, you know, he worked under Belichick. He's really good. Blah 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 blah. And like, yeah. like there has been nothing remotely close to Belichick's no, success no, with any yeah, of these guys. No, no, yeah, because Belichick's just like a football robot who doesn't eat or sleep. <laughs> he just like recharges his batteries for two hours a night and like, <laughs> you know analyzing team weakness. Like that's just mm-hmm. I don't know. He's mm-hmm. just again. Yeah. I I I I don't like him, but he's getting rid of reasons why I should have. And then I think he was in Cleveland, and Cleveland got rid of him mm. again. The theme tonight: things Cleveland's gotten rid of that they should have held on to. Yeah, really. Um, like, damn it, Cleveland. Yeah, he's also a giant. Maybe yeah. he could bring some mojo back. But yeah, who are some of his other coaching? Like, uh, what is it? Uh, Patricia Mangini, Daniels. Romeo Cronell or something Crinnell, was that his name. I think Cronell and Weiss were the first duo offensive and defensive. Yeah, yeah. Romeo wasn't bad, but he wasn't successful. He yeah. didn't. He didn't crash and burn like Weiss did. Yeah, um, Weiss was. No, didn't he go to Notre Dame? He did Notre like Dame, right. and he did a couple other stints in the NFL too. He did. Yeah. But, wow, crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Whew. All right. What else we got? What else you guys want to talk about? I've got some Wospo stuff. Wospo? Let's go to the Wospo because that was, a, I think, a pretty cool, pretty cool news out of the week. Yeah, well, I mean, we got the, yeah. the recent news with Rachel, and mm-hmm. we also have the semi-recent news with Becky Hammond getting a head coaching job, albeit not in the NBA. It's in the W, um, but it's uh, pretty exciting to just know that I mean, Becky's, I think, probably the biggest name in uh, in in the sport. Like, I think she's probably the biggest name for her gender in the NBA and the WNBA. And now she's a head coach, has an opportunity to, you know, increase that platform, um, you know, e- even more or enhance that platform, I guess, is probably the best thing. And then how fucking exciting is it that Rachel Balkovic is – going to be a manager in the minor leagues for the Yankees. Like yeah. I just, I, I mean, I, uh, I've, I've said this to a few people. I interviewed Rachel for my other podcast on the day Kobe Bryant died. Holy shit. I found out about five minutes before I was supposed to call Rachel. My cousin Alex called me. I thought he was joking. <laughs> I was like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was fucking insane. And uh, he's like, nah, dude, look. And I, you know, go on Twitter. Cause I'm just like sitting by my computer, like nervous, getting ready to uh, call Rachel. Cause she had just been hired in like November, December to be the minor league hitting coach. And so I was going to have her come on the podcast and everything. So I'm just sitting there nervous waiting. He calls, tells me about Kobe. So I go from like being nervous to like numb and nervous, but like the interview was amazing. And like, what's always stood out about that interview is how much Rachel loves the player development side of things. And like the minor leagues is where she really thrives. Like I, I truly believe she's a great fit for the minors. I also think that 
she's got a straight path to the majors if she wants it. And I know she said that she either said in today's presser or some other time that she wants to be a general manager in the major leagues. That's what she wants to do. Um, I don't know if that comes like, you know, after maybe she's an on-field manager in the major leagues or at least some type of coach in the major leagues or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, But I, I just think it's super exciting. I'm super pumped. It's like, happy coincidence poetic coincidence that it's with the yankees and we get to celebrate that and we're not the evil empire for a day but yeah um yeah it's it's just really cool come on we're not the evil empire anymore that's 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 la come on (laughs) that's true that's true but i I get it that that, that's really exciting news um you know to hear to hear women in 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 baseball get a a bigger bigger chunk uh of the spotlight and, and start to break through i guess Maybe chunk of the spotlight's a bad word, but they're breaking through and they're making their name uh, is cool. I know there was the the case of the the hitting coach in the minor leagues, the Red Sox as well, um, who's a Case Western grad. Ooh. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, that's, that was really really exciting to see, and I I hope she does well. Or uh, conversely, you know, I hope I hope the player development side of it goes really well for her because that that's going to be more of what she's judged on than right. her record, right? So that I means right. hopefully she she does you know a good job fostering those those young baby Yankees. Yeah. And she's going to get probably a lot of the top prospects. She's yep. not the lowest level of, of the minor leagues, but she's, I think she's the, I think the low a team that sh- the Tampa team is, um, I think they're the highest single a team that they have. Okay. So the she'll probably, ones, right? yeah, right. She'll probably get a lot of the top prospects who kind of skip over like the, the rookie development league and things like that. And, just come right in either from the high school draft or um, you know, what, whatever it is from the satellites and the Dominican and, and everything. So yeah, she, she's going to have a chance to, you know, prove it, I think pretty significantly. And um, yeah, it's, I, I just think it's awesome. I was so pumped. I, I was texting the Shalina when it, when it all happened and we've been talking about it a bunch and everything. Cause we were talking about Becky too um, for a couple weeks prior to that. And like, our reactions, well, at least my reactions were a little like I was. I was definitely a little bit angry about the whole Becky Hammond thing because I truly believe that she wants to be an NBA head coach and that she can't. She could be an NBA head coach today, and uh, she said in the interview that she gave after she took the WNBA head coaching job that one of the, the bullshit reasons that we give like in corporate to um, you don't, you don't have any experience. You've only been with the Spurs. Like how, how do we know you're going to work in this organization, blah, 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 and everything. And she's like, now I'm diversifying myself. So what, what excuse are they going to come up with next time? You know, and, and everything. Right. And so there was definitely a part of me that was angry, even though I think like Hannah convinced me that, well, you know, we should, we should be excited because WNBA fans are excited about this. Yep. And that's really, I think all that matters at the end of the day. Mm. Um, but the Rachel thing, I was just like, man, this instantly like gave me a jolt. I was super happy. Just couldn't have happened. I think to a better person, you know, from all accounts, um, it, it's just really great. So yeah. speak, speaking of the Slobina, um, I mean, I know, I know the answer is no, but I kind of want to get her on the show and try and ring out the new name. Two two twenty two. Come on, give me right. that new name. Come on, she's got to know by now, right? Oh, I, I was like, I was very slow picking that up. Jesus yeah, I think, Christ. I think she said she knew, like, kind of close to when she first started. She had to sign a, uh, uh, and, uh, NDA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably and, uh, like 
we'll we'll sue your great grandchildren if you you know yeah. if you release this. They're gonna be, you know, yeah, uh, yeah, hilarious. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ethan, uh, you gonna chime in on any of that? I think it's all great. I'm very concise tonight. I haven't been paying super close attention to sports stuff the last few weeks. I've been distracted. Well, tell us what's on your mind, please. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm just uh, uh, just trying to be a successful adult. You know what I mean? Trying to. I don't know what you mean. Make. Uh, I'm trying to make a make a <laughs> look at Matt. Trying to make a, a decent meal, maybe like one a day. Trying to shower occasionally, trying to practice the instruments I'm supposed to practice, trying to teach my kids properly. That's all, you know. What type of meals are you making? Um, you know, pretty pretty standard easy shit. Chicken and broccoli? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, rice, <laughs> you know, pasta. <laughs> Frozen tortellini. Yeah, I don't know why you find that so amusing. Tortellini is fucking delicious. Yeah, everyone tor- tortellini loves, is excellent. Yeah, everyone loves tortellini. I mean, like, you, can, you can buy the, the, what's not, it's not Berea, but the... There's the expensive brand that is in the cooler case that's like yeah. $8. Or you yeah. can buy the stuff that tastes just as good in the freezer case for $2. That's what I get. The store I'm brand in the freezer. You. you throw it in the boiling water. It's ready in four minutes. Yeah. I don't I don't need that expensive best. fridge case stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't it's give me that fancy best. packaging. I'll get the frozen stuff. Yep. Yep. And tortellinis are great because here's the thing. I've never said I don't like tortellinis. Yeah, but you always laugh in this very annoying way whenever frozen tortellini comes up. Okay, but think about it like this, right? If we're talking about cheese stuffed pastas, right? I, I, there's probably some some ravioli people out there, ravioli fans, who would say, you know, fuck tortellini, ravioli's way better. Nah, man, you got it all wrong. I'm talking about the proportion of cheese to pasta, tortellini, way better. Fuck ravioli, get ravioli out of here. Oh no, no. If you're if you're really going proportion, stuffed shells, man. I mean, that's just a baseball size hillock of ricotta cheese and that's goodness. too much for me too much for me i mean yeah. just, oh. <laughs> we have to put up a poll on on the socials what's your favorite pasta that's filled with cheese okay fourth option colin uh manicotti or uh my, my italian sister-in-law would probably yell at me for butchering that i don't even know if that's actually italian or not but it, that's just that's just a a cheese like it's like a subway tube filled with cheese. Like <laughs> exactly. that's all that is. The, the yep. cheese is the subway. Yeah. Um, it's just a tube. Like they don't even finish the ends. Oh man. Love it. Have you eaten dinner yet, Matt? No. Oh, Oy vey. I had you... some, I had some leftover corn. <laughs> but I sprinkle a little bit of Cajun seasoning on, scoop it in the mouth really quick. We're just going to call that the Matt Root because you have you have now mentioned this like several times in the last couple of months, like p- putting Cajun seasoning on some random vegetable. That's the <laughs> that's the Matt Root. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I got I got Brussels sprouts, broccoli, and green beans on there too, just to sprinkle the Cajun. It's the dinosaur um, like finger licking Cajun or something. Or is it, is it yeah. Cajun foreplay? Dinosaur Cajun foreplay. Yeah, yeah. Cajun. Now Cajun foreplay is excellent. I'm not disputing that. I just yeah. think that like having corn with Cajun seasoning as like your only food this evening is, you know. Oh no, I mean I'm gonna have I've got I've got like I made beef stew on Monday night. Oh, all right, all right. So you got some. I'll real have food. that when I can get down there and reheat it and everything. All right, okay. Um, I just now, here, here's a question. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I, I was so eager to like put extra stuff in it that I think I put too many tomato or potatoes in there, and potatoes, if you guys don't know, will like suck salt out of a stew or out of a soup 
if you ever oversell the soup, put, put a potato in there. It'll suck it out. Um, old mom's trick. I didn't know that. So <clears throat> it just tastes super under. Like I, I put so many potatoes in there. It just tastes like it has no seasoning. So I've been having to like emerald it up a little bit every time. Like, bam, like try something new. Bam, bam. Like, tonight it was, uh, or tonight it's going to be hot sauce. I'm going to put some hot sauce in there. Get some spice and some salt and just see if that works. Sorry. Go Very ahead, nice. Culinary experiments. Love it. Yeah. Well, I was I, just most of say... my experiments end, end poorly. Just <laughs> Out of pride, I'm sure, I'm sure they're fine, Matt. I'm sure they're fine. I was going to say that we brought up Dinosaur Barbecue. What is uh, everyone here? What's your favorite restaurant from back in Syracuse? Possibilities. I actually down. never. I never went to Possibilities. Isn't Ooh, that sad? It's a shame. Yeah. Very sad. Um, okay, this is a great question, and I have. I think I have two front runners. Go, now, go just, ahead. Give a top three. Give a yeah. top. Three. Okay, so well, the two that came to mind. Can we include the suburbs? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so for me, Shifties and Bangkok Thai. Yeah. Mm. Shifties, the, Shifties is going to be up there on the top top three for me. Yeah, I fucking love back Shifties. Open, by the way. Are they? Yeah. yeah. So the thing with Shifties, right, is is it's not that the food is necessarily like super super gourmet. The wings the wings are excellent. The burgers are excellent. But it's also the vibe. Like the vibe of Shifties is just the best. I fucking love that yeah. place. Yeah. For the uninitiated, it's it's like a like a neighborhood bar. It's on like the side of a hill in like an old house type building. They've got like blues bands that play throughout the blues yeah. and but blues and classic rock cover yeah. bands. Divey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, decent beer selection, probably twenty twenty or twenty five taps. With, with their own house beers too. And uh, they're a perennial winner of the Syracuse Wing Festival. They're just, they kick ass with their wings. Or their, so just throwing it out there, my dad's softball team was sponsored by Shifties. So oh, fuck yeah. um, on the occasional um, time, like two or three times, we got to go and go to the softball game with dad. And then he'd take us to the bar afterwards. We got to eat wings with the guys. And it was always so fun. And <laughs> they get pictures of beer and we get pictures of Pepsi. And oh yeah. But anyway, yeah, awesome. Shifties is, man, I miss that too but yeah. uh i don't know i'm trying to think of a top three just to round it out bangkok is great but i haven't been there enough yeah dino um, would probably round out my top three i guess actually yeah 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 the og bangkok yeah was... the og bangkok yeah exactly yeah. rock and roll yep rock with, and with, roll. The, yeah. That, with the owner the original owner yep i mean from a nostalgia point i have to throw hides in there but i wouldn't say they're the best i just like going to hides mm, yeah. which is like a 19 teens hot dog stand for you guys out there but yeah yeah. Um, I don't know. I'll come back to me, Colin. I'll think of number three soon. Yeah. Kyle, what do you yeah. got? Uh, I've got Blarney. As yeah, I, Blarney was up first. there for me, too. I love Blarney. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Blarney's similar to Shifty's in the sense that it's the vibe. It's, uh, it's a house. Yeah. Cold <laughs> cheap PBR on tap. Uh, it used to be like a buck seventy-five a few years ago, which is pretty much unheard of in the 21st century, yep. even yeah. for PBR. And yeah. cold and delicious every time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it's in the Irish part of town. So you get that yeah. nice vibe too. Uh, yeah. uh, obviously, Dino's good. Bangkok, a lot of these places, possibilities. Uh, Santangelo's. That's Santangelo's. That's oh, that's I should have said Santangelo's. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And you know, the- do you know who recommended Santangelo's for Colin <laughs> Toddy's first date? Uh, Danny. No, that was me. T- Timmy? Oh, he's fucking with me. I thought, I thought he was. I thought that was. A, I thought that was a sincere guess. He's fucking with me. All right. <laughs> I have amazing taste, and I just want everybody to know it. That's all. Yeah, so. Santangelo's has. They they um, I mean they're I I don't know like it, it depends on what you want to get obviously like yeah. where where you're gonna go. Santangelo's and possibilities are really close though in terms of like pasta Italian places like you can get real good stuff. 
both places. Yeah, and actually, you know what? Talking about nostalgia, obviously, we're going way beyond a top three at this eh, point. Whatever. I hope. I hope. Do we have enough listeners who actually know anything about Syracuse, or is this whole segment going to be a total waste of time for everybody? Um, <laughs> speaking of nostalgia, like the Liverpool Pizzeria. I, mean, I was going to say. I was. I just was about to bring that up. Like you yeah. guys didn't mention the pizzeria. Yeah, you guys like, love that place. Yeah, we love that yeah. place so many, so many times. So many, so many good yeah. memories there. You know. Um, their chicken wing pizza, fucking delicious. Chicken bacon so ranch. Good. Their loaded baked potato pizza or loaded French fry. Loaded French fry pizza. Ugh, delicious. Yeah, I'm, love that place. I'm gonna throw another one out there that I've got just cravings for. Uh, Tully's, man, I could use some mm, Tully's right now. Tully's tenders, um, they do fucking hit the spot, no doubt. Yeah, oh, and, and again for the uninitiated, it's just a sports bar, but yeah. they make chicken tenders that are oh, just really great. good. Yeah, shitty mm-hmm. beer. Uh, they give you really salty popcorn. To make you drink soup. That's yourself. right. That's right. Um, it is. Yeah. And traditional bar fare, but like, you know, memorabilia on the walls and good ass chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was so, our um, our post football game hangout. We we go oh, to Tully's. So you did you did Tully's? Yeah, we'd go to Tully's and watch uh, watch the CBS news roundup for high school football and see if we could see ourselves on TV. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. We would do uh, Applebee's on uh, Route Thirty One. Mm. Like by Great Northern Mall, okay. right? Great Northern Mall. Oh my God! Yep, that's wow. where the that's where our side of town would go all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So crazy to think about. <clears throat> all right, so we can we can end it on this. Since Ethan brought up and Matt, you brought up Liverpool Pizzeria. There's been an. I'm curious the science behind this. Maybe we can all figure it out. Why is it that you could go in? to liverpool pizzeria get one slice of name your pizza and it's going to taste so much better than if you get a tray of pizza and bring it home like there's just something different about it i don't know what it i is. always tried to figure that out because that was the case with liverpool pizzeria when we would go and get slices just like when we me and you would like go there awesome every time occasionally when my family would order like a full pie it was good but it was never as good as like the slices i have no fucking clue Maybe it's that last second throwing it in the pizza oven. That's where the magic happens. Right? I don't know that. Maybe I guess I don't know. I've always felt like there was just like a different, um, like a different texture and a different size to the slices yeah. too. Um, now, but maybe I, I it is the say, oven. Maybe that's part of the texture part. The, the one time I went to Liberal Pizzeria with you guys, I was just about to get that buffalo chicken pizza, and that neighborhood friend of yours bought the last two slices right out from under me. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Oh, really? Bummer. Uh, they had great garlic pizza, too. I didn't mention yeah, that, but I fucking so. love their garlic pizza. <laughs> that neighborhood friend. Yeah, like, who, yeah, who is this? I don't know who this is. Like, you didn't hang out with them all the time. It wasn't Judd, but it was like a taller kid from the neighborhood or something. Had to be Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. maybe Glenn. Glenn yeah, was tall. Was okay. Yeah. Damn, so you never got to try the chicken wing pizza at the nope. pizzeria? Fuck. Nope. Oh, it's so good, dude. Next time you're in Liverpool, like, you should make a trip just... Just for that, I, it really is excellent. I mean, I've I've made I've made stupider trips for less important things. So <laughs> right, um, right. And I mean, last time uh, last time I was in town, I did drive all the way down fifty seven. Did you? Like weird, yeah, really weird. Just for fun, just to like see. Yeah, it. just to, like nostalgia. Like, oh man, I yeah. miss I miss this place. What's going on? Yeah, um, yeah. Not much if you. <laughs> yeah. If right. You <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But, wow. Cool. Yeah, it is what it is. A how's the down pizza down in North Lane. Carolina, Colin? How's things? Is that what you ask? How's, the, how's the pizza? Pizza, um, for the most part, is hard to get. Luckily, uh, one of the best places is right down the road in that 
plaza where you guys went to the Harris Teeter. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's so it's you know it's like a super close, yeah, three quarters of a mile away from my house. Um, that's actually Timmy's birthday's at the end of the month, and he's already talking about the tray of white pizza that he's gonna. Um, <laughs> get. It's called it's called Da Vinci's. Um, oh, okay. Very, very good. Nice. There's um, a, a place I need to get you guys next time you're up here. Uh, it, uh, I guess I, I thought it was a Utica thing, but I guess it's a Philly thing called the tomato pie. Mm. Oh, it's just Frank, Frank Pepe's does that. The place that I've talked about up in Connecticut, they do that too, where it's literally just like tomato, like it, on the it's top. It's tomato sauce, oil, like, and a little bit of like Parmesan uh, sprinkled or whatever. Parmesan on top. It's, yeah. uh, it's great. There's a place up uh, maybe 45 minutes north of me called Reese's that makes it only on Tuesdays. So you got to get it on Tuesdays. Um, and I got a tray, I got a, a sheet of that. And then also they make a version with uh, olives, artichokes, uh, peppers, and um, like green peppers and, and banana peppers on it. And again, that was outstanding for a lot of stuff that I normally wouldn't eat on a pizza. Without the cheese, you just get like the tangy vinegariness of all the, the oh, it was great. So that's something we'll have to try when I get you guys up here again. Yeah, yeah. And also, I got to take Todd. I actually went to the rest, the Italian restaurant town, Colin. Oh, nice. Just, I'm just all over the place. Sorry, listeners. I'm sorry. If you want, <laughs> I don't apologize. If, if never, you're upset with never me, apologize. just come visit me in Kennett Square. Yeah. I'll take you to these restaurants myself. Well, <laughs> um, I'm smiling because I think I just heard Matt become an actual PA person. He called it a tray of pizza. Well, I, I, said, I started himself. saying tray, and then I said sheet. Oh, I corrected see, myself and said sheep. Yeah, I, 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 Colin, I'm glad you brought that up. Matt, never do that again. I know, I know. <laughs> tray of pizza. Ugh. I know. It's a sheet pizza. <laughs> or if you're in, if you're in, you know, Weirton, West Virginia, it's like square pizza, they call it, but not, oh. not a tray. None of this, none of this nonsense. Yeah, tray of pizza. Fucking I'll strange. never forget one time I called Liverpool Pizzeria. Like probably the first time I ever ordered pizza, like on behalf of my parents and family, and I asked for a tray, and they were like, "You want a sheet pizza?" And I was like, "I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I, I literally had no idea what I should have actually been asking for." And she was like going through all the options with me, and I I don't even know if I picked the right one, but I just remember being horrified. Like, I don't know what you guys call it here. <laughs> yeah, the tray. <laughs> wow. All right, boys. Well, we did cool. it. We're back. We're I hope back. everyone is happy that we're back because we're happy to be yeah, back. Yeah, even I'm happy to be back. So yeah, that tells I missed, you something. I missed you, dear listeners. Yeah. So, <laughs> all right, boys. Well, say adios till next time. Yeah. Adios till next time. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash blue wire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment 
and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.